0: This episode contains adult language, mature situations, delinquent geniuses experimenting with new avenues of creativity, the obsessive repetition of art projects, entrance exams, abstract criticism, and the need to fulfill a dream because of how much you enjoy it. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Monger Review, Episode 370, Blue Period. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Monger Review. I'm your host Zan saying konnichiwa, aloha, Bonjour, and what's up. I hope all of you out there in internet land are doing well. I've been pretty good. I finally got to go outside this week. Me and Greta went to visit a friend for their birthday and we were social distancing but still it was great to be outside and socialize with others. And while this isn't the end of the period of isolation that everyone has it seems to be kind of a good point for us to try to go out a little bit if we're safe. There's a lot of people who aren't paying attention, who are being kind of rude about it. Those guys who go, like, everyone to the beach saying, yeah, if I get sick, I get sick. Those people, I'm scared of. But friends who are willing to take precautions, who do wear masks still, them, I'm a little more relaxed about. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. But I'm digressing. hope all of you are doing well out there. And since this is a manga review, we should talk about manga. But... If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is that every episode we'll talk about one or two geeky topics. Since this is the manga review, obviously we talk about manga. And I tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the feels the manga gives you, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say when we do review manga, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. Now, you can check out any of our earlier episodes, and we have over 370 manga reviews and over 700 different podcasts at www.spiraken.com. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spyrokin. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. And if you have any comments or concerns, or want to recommend a manga you want me to review, you can email me personally at zan. that's X-A-N, at spyrokin.com. So, now that that's out of the way, let's get to it, because we've got a lot of stuff to do. So, with that out of the way, let's get to the news of the week. All the manga news you could expect and be excited for. So, our first big news item is kind of important. Now, the 26th issue of Shogakukan's Weekly Shonen Sunday Magazine announced on Wednesday that the magazine's next issue will be a combined issue. That means that the next issue, which is gonna be released on June 3rd, is gonna be numbered as 27 and 28, because it's both of them together. Also, in addition, the 31st and 32nd issue are gonna be combined into one issue on June 1st. Now, the reason why these are combining is this a countermeasure against any new COVID-19 outbreaks that are going to happen? For and this is going to protect the creators who are serialized in this magazine. Now, when asked, the editor-in-chief Takinori Ishihara explained that the staff made this difficult decision to ease the demanding work conditions of weekly serialization for the creators and. Hara apologized to the readers who enjoy the magazine every week and asked for their understanding. And while this is going to be difficult times ahead, hopefully everyone is safe, healthy, and that this the carefully daily lifestyle that we all have come and gotten used to will return soon. And that's actually kind of a good message from Shogokyuken. And I'm excited to read the new Shonen Sunday, especially with all things that are released there. Now... Some other news. First off, Yen Press announced they have three new licenses and an art book coming out in October. Now, the art book is entitled Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, the official artworks. Now, this is based on the video game which was released. And the three mangas that have been licensed have been Sword Art Online Progressive Transient Bar Carola by Reki Kawahara. Now, this is a side story of SAO Progressive. And it's involving Kirito and Asuna, who are going to be using gondolas to travel through the fourth floor of Aincrad. Now, if this sounds like complete gibberish to you, well, it's SAO. Might be good, might be bad, you may enjoy it. I personally am not a fan of SAO, but that's how it is. The second release I'm very excited about. Heterogenia Linguistica by Salt Sano. Now, this is a manga which tells the story of a rookie linguist who's been entrusted with studying the language of monsters by his now critically injured professor. Now, with his guide, Satsuki, he's going to dive into the complex world of interspecies communication. This sounds like a weird, non-Isekai fantasy series, and i got to admit, I'm intrigued by this. I wonder how it's going to be and what interesting elements are going to be in this story. Now, the final release by Yen Press that they're going to release in October is My Broken Moriko by Waka Hirako. Now, this is the story of an ill-tempered office assistant named Shino, who finds out that her friend died unexpectedly, and she's determined to get to the bottom of this mystery. And this is a story of sisterhood and romance. And it's actually going to be released by Yen Press as a deluxe hardcover book. So this one is going to be one that a lot of us are going to want to check out, and I am intrigued about, especially because of the fact that it's being released as a hardcover. This may be one of those mangas that you're gonna to want to have on your bookshelf, but when we find out more, I'll let you know more. So, other big news? On June 27th, Monthly Comic Alive will be launching Gakuin86 slash Academy86, the manga spinoff of Asado, Asado's 86 light novel series. Now, this series tells the story of a war without casualties. Now, if you're a huge buff on military manga and military light novel series, I think you'll enjoy it. I find this series to be really heavy. However, I digress. The so a few episodes ago, I talked about the fact that Ryuichi Ikigami, the creator of Crying Freeman, is going to be launching a new manga. We actually have more information on it. It's going to be released on June 26th, and it's going to be a short mini-series collaboration with Richard Wu. who That's the pen name of Takashi Nagasaki. So, this is kind of cool. I'm excited because his last series was pretty awesome. I finally got to read it, and I gotta say, I can't wait to spin it on the wheel of manga and finally be able to review it for you. But I digress. The other big news on June 26th is that in Kadokawa's Shonen Ace magazine, Hajime Segawa, the creator of Tokyo ESP, is gonna be launching a new manga entitled Shikibane Gatana or Corpse Sword. Now this is going to tell the story of Juki Kiki, a middle school boy who lives a happy life despite slight strange family circumstances. But when a great disaster strikes, strange zombie-like creatures kidnap his younger sister. To find the whereabouts of his younger sister, Juki heads to monster-infected Tokyo. And there has been a chance encounter with a high school girl wielding a mysterious sword. Now this sounds like a video game. But, I gotta say, I might like this, or this might be complete, utter trash. If you've listened to my review of Tokyo ESP, I thought that was total cribbing off of something else. And this might be the same thing, because this feels like a video game. It feels like he ripped off of Legend of Zelda and mixed it with High School of the Dead. I don't know. This might be that type of trash that you hate and you want to love talking about. But, I digress. It might be amazing. We'll see. On June 25th, Manga Planet will release the recently licensed badminton manga, Missile Bird. Now, this is a manga that was written by Shizuo Ayo and illustrated by Risen Kumata, and it's the story of a badminton player named Sho Yuki. And after he has a really bad match, he decides, I'm going to quit the sport forever, even though he loves it. But however, he transfers to a new school, and the genius badminton player Sho Yuki, who defeated him in the one-sided match, is now in the same school as him. So now, will he ever get his chance to shine? And you know, is he going to get revenge? Well, nothing is impossible in a sport where smashes can go as fast as 400 kilometers per hour. This one is an insane sports manga that I've heard good things about. So I'm excited to actually see this on Manga Planet. So on June 24th, Garashi School Live is getting a sequel series entitled Garashi Otayori. Now, this sequel manga is going to be worked on by the original creators, Norimitsu Kaiho and Sadori Chiba. They're returning for this. And this is going to tell what happened to everybody after the story of the original manga ended. So this is an epilogue and also probably how the world is dealing with everything now that they kind of have a cure for the zombie plague or, sorry, the bacteria in School Life. If you haven't read School Life, the manga, it's really good. The anime only covers the first story arc and it gets so much better afterwards and you really see the main character, step up into her own. Also, the fact that they have a teddy bear with a mustache just is like, what the fuck? Anyway, I digress. And I, I gotta stop using I digress. This will be the drinking game soon. Whenever Zan says, I digress, take a shot. <laughs> anyway, so on June 12th, in Big Comic Superior, Daruma Matsura's latest manga, Tayotusuki no Hagane, or The Steel of Sun and Moon, is going to debut. Now, this manga story is going to be a large-scale event that stretches from Japan's Tenpo era, 1830 to 1844, to the Bakamatsu period, the mid-late 1800s, and beyond them. I don't know anything else about this, but this seems like it's going to be a very unique story that's going to span several generations. Is it going to be like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? Probably not, but I think that's going to be one which we should keep an eye on. So... Final news for June. Sometime in June, manga creator Hiroyuki Nishimori, the creator of Chiki Angel and Kyokara Orewa, is launching a new manga in Shonen Sunday Super. And this is going to be called Kanakana, and it's the story of an encounter between a lonely girl and an intimidating man with a scarred face, and the man turns out to be a legendary former delinquent who then busies himself taking care of the child. This premise sounds really familiar. I don't know why it does, but it does. So I don't know if this is going to be good, bad, or whatever, but we're going to have to wait and see. Now on some more immediate history, tomorrow on May 28th, on Thursday, Masakazu Katsura and Erika Yoshida, who both worked on Tiger and Bunny, are going to be publishing a one-shot manga in Weekly Young Jump entitled Okari, or Welcome Home. Now, this story's gonna focus on a young man who just lost his older brother and has a chance meeting with a beautiful girl. This sounds like it's gonna be a slice of life and just a heartwarming story. It might be bad too. I don't know. Have to wait and see. Now, some other things that happened earlier in the week on the Monday, the 25th of May, Viz Media digitally published a one-shot manga titled Yuhan's All Ghoul Homeroom or Yugen to Jori Gaku, written and illustrated by Yuto. Tsukuda and Shun Sakai, the creators of Sugeki no Soma, which is kindly cool, so there's probably gonna be a lot of perverted stuff in this one shot. But this manga follows the medium Yugen Tojimbo and high school teacher Mishiro Sato as they investigate supernatural occurrences at a prestigious girls' high school called Falbion. This one shot manga has 49 pages, including a color page, so this totally sounds like it's gonna be super etchy. But if you like the art style for Shugeki no Soma, Food Wars, I think you'll really like this one shot. Now to end off the news section, we've got something that's very exciting. J Novel Club announced on Monday the 25th of May that its catalog of manga and light novels are now available for preview on Anime Planet, the website database, which is kind of cool. This newly launched online reading portal will house previews of over 80 light novels in 20 manga series from J Novel Club. And this portal is supported by major publishers in the industry. J-Novel definitely does what they can to make things as flawless as they can. And they've actually stated that this will continue to work closely with Animal Plant to introduce more English-translated content to readers in the future. So definitely check it out. If you haven't signed up for J-Novel Club... Check out this website to read some of their unique stories. And they've got some really cool stories. And some really graphic stories. Like the one which everyone's talking about. J.K. Haru J.K. Uh, sex Worker. And well. You can read the actual Baccarina light novel. On J. Novel Club. So. Now that the news is out of the way. Let's get to the releases. That came out yesterday on Tuesday. The 26th of May. And there is an absurdly large amount of them. So. As of yesterday, here's what was released. A Mysterious Job Called Ouro Nobunaga, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Baku Monogatari, The Manga, Volume 4. Death Marches to the Parallel World, Rhapsody, Volumes 11, The Light Novel, and Volume 9, The Manga. Destiny Lovers, Volume 3. Haganai, I Don't Have Many Friends, Volume 18. Happy Sugar Life, Volume 5. I believe this is the final volume for Happy Sugar Life. We reviewed this manga recently, and, well, I heard the endings a lot better than how the story was. I Had That Same Dream Again, the novel. I'm Great Priest Imhotep, Volume 3. I've Been Killing Slimes for 300 Years and Maxed Out My Level, Volume 2, the manga. Kakiguro, Twins, Volume 6, the manga. Carnival, Volume 10. Living Room Matsunaga-san, Volume 3, Makeup is Not Just Magic, A Manga Guide to Cosmetics and Skin Care, The Manga, and this one kind of piques my interest because it seems very similar to Mari Kondo's The Manga Guide to Living an Untidy Life, which is an adaptation of her book, Living an Untidy Life, which teaches you a lot of interesting methods of cleaning your house, and I've actually followed some of it. There's also the show on Netflix, but again, I digress. This one seems to be more of a manga-based skincare guide, and I think that this will be pretty popular with a lot of people. Anyway, let's get back to the list, shall we? You have Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Volume Nine. You have the first two collector's editions for Night School, the Weirn books, Volumes One and Two, which is going to be kind of cool. Yankees Volume Six is coming out. Overlord Volume Twelve. Parallel Paradise Volume Two. Sazan and Comet Girl, the manga. Soul Eater, The Perfect Edition, Volume 1, which is the collection of Soul Eater. Kind of excited for that. You have Strike the Blood, Volume 15, The Light Novel. You have the second volume of Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies Moved to Starter Town. And I gotta admit, this was one I read and was actually really surprised at how different the plot was, because it focuses on this character who thinks that he is so bad at what he does, but he's leaps and bounds above everybody else. And I I do want to see where it goes in volume two so this is one i recommend you check out so also the alchemist who survived now dreams of a quiet city life volume three the light novel the asterisk wars volume 13 light novel the melancholy of haruhi Suzumiya, chan volume 12 the manga you have toilet-bound hanako-kun volume 3 trinity 7 volume 20 The Wave Listen to Me manga has finally been released with not one, but two different volumes of it. And then finally, we have Woof Woof Story, I Told You to Turn Me Into a Pampered Pooch, Not Fenrir, volume 2, the manga. And there is a ton of stuff that came out for the end of May that I am excited for. Wave Listen to Me, it's a weird anime, and the manga I can't wait to read to see if it's a little more compelling and intriguing. As a podcaster, I respect this series so much because it is dealing with getting onto a radio and talking and learning how not to just make things up you just go with it and you run you don't go um uh, uh uh you learn how to do it and i like how wave listens to me handles that i'm also excited about alchemist who survived now dreams of a quiet life volume three because volume one of the manga was amazing volume two i picked up and i'm excited to buy the rest of this series suppose a kid from the boonies we talked about I'm also interested in Yankees because that cat into human gangster is hysterical. I'm intrigued by Makeup is Not Just Magic. I'm going to talk about Greta about it and maybe she might want to check it out. I don't know. And then last but not least, the other one that I'm kind of interested in is a mysterious job called Oda Nobunaga. Because the title's so weird. I'm like, did they just give us the wrong name? Is it like a mysterious Joe or is it something else? Is it a mysterious Job? What is the deal with this title? What's it about? It's another Odo Nobunaga story, but I don't know. What do you guys think? What are you excited for? Let me know. Email me personally at zan that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. Now that that's out of the way and we've spent quite a bit of time talking about the news and about the releases for the week, let's get to the main part of this podcast. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the review for the episode. So, if you remember last episode, I spun that one, not only, the Wheel of Manga, and it ticks down to be there reviewing a manga that was written by Subasa Yamaguchi and originally published in 2017. It's still coming out. It's released by Kodansha and actually is going to be released in the United States in fall 2020. That's when we get our first volume of it. It is a sentence series that is a drama school life slice of life. There has seven volumes. And two more things before I forget, this was nominated for the 24th Cultural Osamu Tezuka Award and it won the 13th Manga Taisho Award this year. And what is the manga that I'm talking about? It's called Blue Period. So, the title for this manga is intriguing, especially because if you have an art background it's a significant part of artistic history because it's referencing the blue period of Picasso, which was around 1900 to 1904 when he painted essentially monochromatic paintings in shades of blue and blue green. And he occasionally warmed it up with other colors, but it's a very significant point in his career when he started to move around and mix things up and change. And that's a bit of what this story is about in Of that it's a story about someone who's stuck in a a rut. And because of a situation that occurs, they change completely. And it actually opens up with the line, My dad says, if all you do is study, you become a boring adult. And so. And it introduces us to our main character, Yataro Yaguchi. This junior student who is kind of delinquent. He hangs out with his friends, he drinks coffee, drinks beer, and he enjoys life. And this is how he shows up hanging out with his friends, watching football, uh, also known as soccer in the United States. And he's just having fun doing that. But then, when he gets home, sees his mom, and he remembers, my mom says stop fooling around and go study. And so, and it shows him at school. He's super intelligent. Because he busts his ass off studying like there's no tomorrow. And so when he's with his friends, he's hanging out with his friends. And when he's in school, he studies hard. And he's handsome, he's popular. Kids think he's cool because he's delinquent. But he's he's got it all. But he isn't really got it because he's going through the motions. He's just going through things. He doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. He's pretty sure that if he goes into... A certain field, he'll make money. He knows that you know I'll go for a cheap school. Things will work out, and I'll study hard and I'll be able to take care of things. Also, my parents don't have a lot of money. They want me to go to a public school, so this way it works. And that's what he wants to do. And he has a plan. Uh, he doesn't have a plan. He just he's thinking very analytically about this. He's not thinking about what he wants in life. He's just thinking here's a plan that'll work because statistically this is the best point in it. And One day when he goes to the art room to collect his hidden pack of smokes, he stumbles upon a project that one of the art club members was making, and it spellbinds him. The way this painting is composed, it just strikes a chord with him, and he wants to know more about it, and it starts to add interesting thoughts in his head. Like, what is this going to do? What's that going to do? And in his art class he's taken the class to be just a bum class he just sits there sleeps through most of it and then he spends an hour working on the projects and one of his projects was one of his later projects is draw your favorite scene that's it and like one guy in front of the teacher is like yeah i'm gonna draw my boobs i really like them and you know if we, if that old lady heard me she'd probably faint And the Teachers like, no, that's actually really cool. You're gonna draw boots. Are they kind of big? Are they perky? Are they soft? Why don't you emphasize on the softness or how they look? Which really freaks out Yaguchi's friends because they're like, what the hell's wrong with this person? But if you've ever been in art class, you learn very quickly that things like that go out the window. You see disturbing shit in art, things which are beautiful, amazing, things that are perverse, things that are shocking, and you really don't get shocked by things after a while. Especially when you see stuff by Pablo Pagasso, by Dali, when you see pre-Renaissance work, it's all of it is madness and amazingness and beauty. And just, you don't expect it. And this is something which sticks with Yaguchi because one day he's going home from hanging out with his friends and he notices that Shinjuku in the morning looks blue. And he's like, whoa, it's so, do you notice it's blue out here? It looks, it looks so nice. His so was like, you're out of your mind. It looks kind of trashy. And when they say that, he ends up going to his, going to his desk. It's an hour before he has to hand in this assignment. And he starts just painting. He's working on it and he says, you know what? That girl said in her painting, she overlaid different colors underneath because the person looked like they were green. So there's a green to add a contrast in the colors. So since I'm doing this, I'll make I'll make the city street and I'll make it look blue. But you know what? I'll add some greens because that's contrast, I think. Right? That'll work. And he makes a painting that everybody is shocked at looks really good. And something which is more amazing is that his friends look at this and they're talking to each other and they say, Wait, was that what he was talking about? And they say, Yaguchi, is that what you mean? Is that how you see it? That's really cool. And Yaguchi starts to realize that he actually communicated with his friends for the first time. And he's astonished by this because it's such a good feeling that he isn't just pretending to be interested or just going with emotions. He's actually did something unique. And he's now intrigued by this and by him. Putting his toe in this little water, he's now going to find himself plunged into the world of art. And unlike certain series where it's, oh, he's a Picasso, he's the best artist there is, this is not that story. This is the story of a guy who is fourth ranked in his year in everything except for art. He is subpar and he ends up joining the art club and he has decided that he is going to use all of his attention to get into the Tokyo University of the Arts, which is the most inexpensive art school in all Japan because it's only $4,880 U.S. or 500,000 yen per year. So that's two semesters, which is really not bad. And the thing is that he doesn't take into account is also costs for items that you need to use for materials, But I'm getting off topic. So we follow Yaguchi as he goes on this journey to become an artist and get in this school. And it's during his senior year. It's not, oh, he just started college or, oh, it's his first year in high school. No, this is the end. And it's actually a ticking clock series because he has 140 days until the entrance exam, which when you read about the entrance exam, it's kind of shocking. They had 550 applicants and 30 were chosen, so this is super competitive introduction, and it's showing him learn the ropes. It's little things. For example, after he has that first critique where everyone loves his design of the Shibuya, I made a mistake earlier, it was not Jinjuku's Shibuya, but the Shibuya skyline in the street in the early morning. When he shows that, his teacher asks him, why didn't you use red in your picture, and His thought process is, well, I wanted to go with the colors that were similar, because the other girl, her painting, she used green, and it was very similar to silver, and that was the point. And his teacher ends up going over the ropes and explaining about color theory. The fact that there's a color wheel, which focuses primarily on the three main primary colors of red, yellow, blue, and then mixes further, and you're going to use an opposite color to bring out the other color in contrast, using a hot color for a cold color, so on and so forth. I can go over color theory for hours, but I'm getting a little, a little off track again. So this imparts some knowledge on him. Also, he begins to learn more about perspective. He learns that different mediums have different feelings to it. The other thing he learns about is how stressful it is to be an artist, how time-consuming it can be, and how Lack of sleep and how much you have to put into it. It's not just draw something, it'll be terrible. It's you have to focus on it and work on it and hone it. At one point, they tell him, okay, we need you to do 45 pictures in the next nine days. He says, okay, fine. I'm going to do five a day for nine days. That's mathematically possible. However, as he's working on these projects, you start seeing the toll it's taking on him. He's starting to get rashes on his arms and he's getting stressed out. He's starting to hate drawing like he's afraid of drawing and it takes talking to a friend of his to realize the reason why he enjoys drawing and why it's so important to him because it is something which has made him a happier person and that's part of the message of this story is that it's if you do something you enjoy it doesn't matter how the race goes it's you're enjoying it and you're finding yourself in that and i love that about this story Now, I haven't talked about any of the side characters at this point, I've been going on over the overarching message, but there are some interesting side characters that are very intriguing to this point. Besides Yaguchi, you see some of the other characters who deal with him and how they react. One of the main ones is his parents, how they deal with it. Like I said in the beginning, his dad is very, if you study all the time, you're going to burn yourself out, so find something that you love. And he's happy that his son is actually embracing something that he enjoys. His mom, on the other hand, was follow the path. Things are going to be good. Uh, stop fooling around. Study. Be the top percentile. And when she sees him going into an art program, she's shocked. She's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? But then she notices and sees how he sees her. And there's a moment, which is beautiful, where he's trying to talk to his parents about this. And he actually has a picture of his mom. And he shows it to her. And he says, listen. The reason why art so important to me is that I was able to see you for who you are. Because while I was drawing you, and it's a beautiful picture of his mom, I noticed that your hands are always callous. And how you're always, whenever you eat, make food for us, you take the worst parts. And just, he understands that she sacrifices and slaves for the family to be the best they can be. And she gives up so much for her family, and now he's able to appreciate it more. And he can finally see her for sh- who she is. And she breaks down crying because she realizes that this is something which... It's making him a better person. And she becomes a supporter of him. Even though the fact that she's working like three part-time jobs. And when she finds out the actual cost of all the supplies. And the tuition is like, oh god, I gotta get three more jobs. But she's willing to do this sacrifice for her son that she loves. And just the description of the family and how that works. It puts a smile on my face. And it'll fill your hearts, I guarantee it. Now, some of the other characters that we have to talk about. One that's big is Ryuji... Ayukawa, a.k.a. Yuka. This character is interesting because this is the character that gets him into the art world by essentially asking him to come up to the art club to help him out. Now, before I forget, the big thing about Yuka is that Yuka, Ryuji, is a crossdresser And actually crossdresses in class. So he is wearing a dress and wig in class. Just lets it go and... This is a bit of their story as well because Yaguchi starts off, I hate this person because there's conflicts, it's just a weirdo. And Yuka hates him because he's just the delinquent know-it-all. And they end up becoming close friends. And there could be more to it than that. I don't know if that's what is being hinted at. There might be something else going on. But for the most part, it's a friendship that is developed... And it's a caring for each other. And I do think that they're both interesting characters with everything going on. And one scene with Yuka that's important is after she quits the art club halfway through the series, she's holed up in her bedroom and her mom's like, oh, what what did I do wrong? Why do I have a, a son like that? And Ryuji, get out of your bedroom. And you see the grandmother show up, knock on the door and say, Yuka-chan... Listen, I I brought you some steam buns. I hope you're okay. And the grandma is someone who's nurturing and caring, and that's it's another relationship building in this very unique story. Now some of the other characters we have finally, the last one we have is Takashi Yutasaka. This is the character who is the quote unquote rival character for Yaguchi, because Yaguchi is, I'm great at everything, I suck at art, but I want to be the best artist I can be. And Takahashi is, I suck at everything except for art. I'm the number one in the class, but I don't want to be friends, I want to just do art. And Yaguchi's trying to be his friend. He's like, listen, here's my number, it's cool. And Takahashi's like, listen, I'm pissed off at the fact that you're the only phone number in my phone except for my parents. You're not my friend. I don't like you. But they start relying on each other in a symbiotic way. And they push each other to be better than they could be. There's other characters I could talk about. So many other characters besides this. I could talk about the teachers who both inspire Yaguchi to be the best he can be. There's Mori Senpai, the artist who inspired Yaguchi with her amazing painting of two angels because her whole theory is that art is her way of showing spirituality and the fact that she's an amazing artist but she has doubts about herself because she's comparing herself to an ideal which everyone says isn't as good as she thinks it is but she's obsessed with thinking how good it is there's a lot of other characters and i feel like i'm doing disservice to them but i just gotta say this is an amazing story And I can go on and on and on about it. I see why this won the 13th Annual Manga Taisho Award. It's a great story. It's one which is engaging. It's enlightening. And most importantly, it's a story that you can relate to. You can relate to the strife that Yaguchi goes through. You can relate with the strife that Yuka goes through. All the characters you can relate with and they're all engaging if they're only in it for a short period of time there's some one note characters that you understand what they're going through because they're in his art club studying getting ready for the exam and they're dropping out because they're so stressed out because you're feeling the stress that yaguchi's feeling you're on a ride with him and you're co-piloting it this isn't a oh i'm reading this just for fun this is a i am living this story and the art is i didn't even get into the art style the art style is so diverse every single artist has their own art style depicted in the manga it's not just everyone looks the same like all the characters look the same but when they're doing their artwork every single one looks different you can tell them apart that this is this characters this is that characters this character has this style, and at first you notice the differences, but you can't tell them apart. But eventually you're able to distinguish the differences. And when it goes into their me- methodology of how they draw like that, you get into it even further. It's layers upon layers, man. So, before I go completely crazy and spend four hours talking about this manga, let's get to the actual review. This manga, I've got to say, is a really, really, really fucking cool it's a manga which it engages you so much with just how passionate it is and how it goes from being, I'm coasting through life to I found something that is mine that I want to make mine. Even if I'm not good at it, I want to hone the craft and be the best that I can be. And it's something which I can relate to not just for art purposes but for life purposes. It's that moment when you find something that you want to hold on to and just never let go of it. And I recommend reading this. It's one of those ones that I really think that you'll enjoy. That you can get something out of. And if you've read this and you agree or disagree, let me know. Email me, xanitspireker.com Wow, so that was a kind of rough, engaging, and crazy review, right? So, like I said, remember checking check out any of our earlier episodes, www.spireker.com We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook... YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, all those various other social media sites. If you want to do something cool, go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N, help Xan. That takes you to our iTunes page. And if you could leave a comment and a rating, I'd really appreciate it. It's kind of like putting a tip in the tip jar. and just helps, keeps me motivated to do this podcast. Because we've been doing it since 2008. And I want to keep going as long as I can. So, anyway. So with that in mind, let's get to the final part, the part that all of you have been waiting for who are loyalists to the fans of this podcast. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only the <laughs> manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that is connected to that number is the one that I review in the next episode of the and Manga Review, episode 371. We've got some very fun titles, some very weird titles, and one title that I'm actually traumatized and don't want to review, but I figured I need some pretty bad manga on my life. So let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? number four so in the next episode of the sparker manga we're reviewing a manga entitled alabaster i think this is an oldie i gotta look it up but hopefully it is one which is intriguing and fun but anyway hope you guys enjoy this episode if you have any comments or concerns email me have a great week check out our other podcasts that we have coming out and with that in mind i'm your host i'm gonzville catch you guys next time and keep reading manga See ya.